Alright, what's up guys? This is Inside the North Side, coming to you from the North Side. Breaking news, guys. Uh, I have some uh, breaking news to, uh, to talk about on here on the show. Uh, yeah, I'm going to eat my words. Um, so, I know a lot of people have been, um, I've been telling a lot of people that I think TikTok is trash. And that it's garbage and blah, 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 and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I'm eating my words. TikTok is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I always thought there was just like a bunch of kids doing stupid shit on there. But um, when I checked it out, I was right. But it's a lot of funny stuff. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, find a lot, I found a lot of funny uh people that do like some funny comedy or I mean skits and stuff like that but some other people to do interesting stuff like that so it's pretty cool but yeah uh I, I take back what I say TikTok is not trash I think the people maybe that are on there that put their content is trash but there's a lot of good people on there that put a lot of great content on there so yeah anyways I just wanted to get that out of the way so what's up everybody how's your week been my week has been pretty good so far um very uh happy with the reception of last week's episode with Jose of Ranting with Ramos. Um I didn't think we would get a lot of traction. I didn't think I would get a lot of traction from a lot of people. You know, I thought I would I didn't think like how it would affect me personally. So when I did the episode, um I had like a couple people from the West Coast reached out to me and they're like, hey man, we listened to your podcast and we listened to the episode with Jose and some other episodes and we really enjoy it. And um, yeah, you know, that really um, made me happy because I was like, wow, people in the West Coast are checking me out, you know, and it's people that follow me and you didn't, I didn't think that like they would listen to it, you know, I know a lot of podcasters, we support podcasters, but we don't really listen to everyone's stuff, because, you know, not everything is for everybody, but, um, yeah, they really enjoyed that, that, uh, episode with Jose, but I mean, uh, the ones that reached out to me know Jose, so, um, it was pretty cool that, like, the circle that he, he, he knows and hangs out with a podcaster-wise, um, they reached out to me and, and told me that they liked my stuff. You know, um, one of the uh, podcast um, guys that reached out to me was um, Stephen of the Mega Man podcast. So, um, you know, I followed him and I was like, okay, cool. You know, I didn't really pay attention to his stuff, but um, he was paying attention to paying attention, paying attention to my stuff. And of course, the one he did with Jose, because he's had Jose on the show before and um yeah, he was like, yeah, we should do an episode together. And I was like, hey, let's do one in April. I have the the time, you know. And he was like, yeah, sure, let's do it, you know. So, um, and then I had another podcast reach out to me called the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican Podcast. He's based out of San Diego. And um, he was like, hey, man, if you're ever in the area, hit me up and let's do an episode. And I was like, you know what? I'm thinking about going to California for the summer. I might take you up on that offer. And, uh, I don't know, I've just been really happy with the reception that the podcast has been getting. Um, you know, I just, I didn't think it would take me, like, 
to this door or this path or whatever whatnot. You know, because when I do my shows with people, I don't expect um, a warm reception like that, where other people who listen to it are like, hey, man, I listened to it. It was really good. I mean, I've had a couple people, but um, not like that. You know, I've been getting people follow me and, and check out my stuff and checking out that episode. So I'm pretty, pretty happy for that. And then Tuesday, uh, well, let's go through the week. Monday didn't really do anything. Um, I was just working. Tuesday was uh, Texas Independence Day. I mean, <laughs> Texas Independence Day. I'm sorry. And uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I was doing a little uh, history lesson on Texas Independence Day. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, I love my Texas history. I'm from here, you know, born and raised here. And I just, I, I love history in general, but Texas history is always my favorite, um, especially when we got to learn it, like in fifth grade and stuff like that. So, um, I do live videos on Instagram on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I was doing my live video on Tuesday. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and just eating my food. I didn't really do much that day. I was at work. I went to go deliver a couple things and then I was done. Um, but, um, I, I was doing my live video and he... Uh, the Mega Man podcast was on, was live too. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, I didn't think anything of it. And then he started watching my stuff when I was live. And then he uh, wanted to join the video. And I was like, oh, shit. You know? So I, I'm talking to Steven. Um, and it, it's pretty cool because it's like, well, I've never done anything like that where I'm talking to another podcaster. And, like, we just started discussing and having a conversation for, like, a good 30, 45 minutes. Um, And it was really awesome because, you know, it was kind of like a mini episode. We're going to have an episode, but it was like an episode before the episode, but it was like a mini version. It was like a little taste of, like, what what our podcast episode is going to be like. So I really enjoyed that. Thank you, Stephen, for that. Uh, Shout out to the Mega Man Podcast. Um... So then when uh, that same day was emo night, of course, you guys know that I, I like my emo nights um, and they're not necessarily like emo emo. They just call it emo nights because that's just what the nights are. Um, they play a lot of pop punk. They play a lot of alternative and and some emo stuff. Not a lot of old emo. I really wish they would play a lot of like old school emo stuff, um, you know, like Sunny Day Real Estate and, and more Jimmy Eat World and, and stuff like that. But it all depends on the DJ. So it was funny because uh, the emo nights that we were going to moved to a new location. And, um, you know, they, they give out like these little commemorative like buttons. And um, everybody goes to get the buttons. So I went to go get the button. But it's funny because Barbarella, the dance club that we go to here in Houston, was doing emo night on the same day, same time. So a lot of people are like, fuck, where do we go, you know? So a lot of people showed up to the emo night at the new venue. I was there for like maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then I dipped out because I was going to go to Barbarella, which is like literally down the street. So I get there, and there's a line already, and I knew they weren't giving out pins because it's it's a different, it's the same emo night, but it's a different DJ, and it's not from the same um group or whatever it's the the place that does the emo is called the texas emo club and um they're not the one that were sponsoring that night it was just barbarella so you know everybody goes over there and um 
yeah, it was packed. It was fun. Um, you know, and it's funny because that same day, I know a lot of people were kind of pissed and upset because um, of what happened that day. But I'll talk about that later. Um, so, you know, we were sitting there, we're standing there just, you know, listening to the music. And, you know, more people start coming, more people start coming, and it starts getting packed. And then people start taking off their masks, people start dancing, people start moshing. It was fun. We hadn't done anything like that in a long time. And um, it, it was like the first time I think I went to Barbarella since last year. And, um, yeah, I just had a great time. I, I sang my heart out, screamed, lost my voice for a little bit, moshed. I had a good time. You know, I, I don't really have good times like that sometimes. Um, and it was funny because, like, um, the past couple of times I went to Emo Night, um, which was, what, like in February? It was, like, every Tuesday. So I was like, okay, I can go. But I had to go to work at, like, 5.30. So it sucked. But this past this past Wednesday, I didn't have to go until 9. So I got a good amount of sleep. And I, I just felt good. And I, I was like, yeah, I mean, I went out, had my good time. And, yeah, so... Wednesday came, it was alright, Thursday came, it was alright, did my live videos later on because I was pretty busy, and today was pretty good, um, yeah, and I'm, now I'm here doing the episode, so, but yeah, I, um, you know, I got a lot of good reception from that episode with the Jose, and I thank you guys for watching the, uh, the video on YouTube, and, um, listening to the uh, podcast on Spotify or Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to po- podcasts, thank you for listening. It really means a lot to me. Um, you really don't know how much it means to somebody when you let them know, "Hey, man, I listen to your stuff." You know, when I was when I was playing in bands, um, when my friends would tell me, "Hey, man, I checked out your your music. I like it. Enjoy it." It would mean a lot because it's like, "Hey, man, that, that's my personal thing." You know, even if I'm in another band with another bunch of people, it's my thing. You know, it's my music. And it really means a lot to me because it's like other people care about it. And other people are actually listening to it. You know, they might be lying, but telling somebody, hey, look, I appreciate you and I appreciate your work that you do. It's always, it's, it's always happy. You can, you and a lot of podcasters will, will tell you that, hey, look, when somebody comes up and tells me, hey, man, I watched your video or hey, I listened to your podcast. I like it. I enjoy it. I share it with my friends. It means a lot to us. You know, um, you know, a lot of podcasters will will post so-and-so, hey, so-and-so's listening to this or so-and-so's listening to that. And that's cool and all that, you know. But a lot of us don't get that. A lot of us just get the, 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 the messages, hey, man, you know, I'm listening to your podcast. They don't screenshot it or, or videotape it or uh, you post it on Instagram and tag them. A lot of people don't do that. Uh, a lot of people don't do that on mine. But a lot of people will send me messages and tell me, hey, man, I like your podcast and stuff like that. Or... um what I do is I, um, there's this website called Headliner and Headliner, you can take clips of your podcast episode and make them to like little small segments. So they're like 35 second segments, maybe it's like a minute. So what I do is I'll clip certain parts of the episode that I think are, I guess, like worthy to like post up there for people to listen to get into them. And yeah, I mean, if you give somebody a little taste of how the episode's going to go, they're going to be intrigued. Sorry, I hate doing that. I hate making that voice. Um, that noise with my mouth. It's really annoying, but uh, as I was saying, um, you know, I don't know, I lost my train of thought because I, I went somewhere else. 
but um yeah it like i said it means a lot so anyways um let's get into the episode so pretty much what we're gonna be talking about today is some stuff that's been going on so um the big thing that uh that's been on everybody's i guess mouth and everyone's been talking about on social media in texas and out of texas is that texas um texas governor greg abbott um on tuesday removed the mask mandate uh, statewide and he was opening businesses at 100 percent, which will be happening all of that on next wednesday and when i say people were fucking mad and like breaking down people were fucking breaking down <laughs> it's funny because within a matter of minutes everyone's like oh no you still gotta wear your mask Oh no, you still gotta do this. Oh hell no, I'm still gonna wear my mask. My household, this is a household that wears a mask. You know, I'm a bubble. And I'm like, dude, that's the only thing that's bothering you? It's like, yeah, of cool. You know, everything's at 100%. You know, businesses can open up fully. But the whole no mask thing, that blew everybody's fucking mind. And I was like, what? That's, that's pretty ballsy for him to do that. And like within a matter of hours, other states were doing that as well. And it, it was like, hey, man, you know, it, it's funny. Like on Texas Independence Day, um, if for people that don't know, that are not Texans or people who are Texans that don't study Texas history, uh, March 2nd is when Texas won their independence against Mexico. And, um, you know, they got their freedom back. So it was kind of funny how Greg Abbott was like hey y'all guys gonna get your freedom back and we're not gonna we're just gonna remove the mass mandate and you know a lot of people were upset about it and it's like okay i get your point but literally we've been wearing a mask for a whole year and you know for a while people were like i hate wearing these masks i hate wearing these masks i'm tired of wearing these masks when are we gonna stop wearing masks and now people are like so scared to take it off you know, oh, no, I want to keep my mask on on and stuff like that. You know, oh, you know, masks save lives and, you know, uh, wear a mask, save a life and stuff like that. And it's like you do understand that, like, you are so scared of removing something that really doesn't save a life. I mean, if masks save lives, then don't you think the total of all these people that died from the coronavirus don't you think that they would be be like less of a number if we were all wearing masks and you know a lot of people were wearing masks but some weren't i mean that's their choice but the thing is is like you have to understand this you have to move on with your life you we can't be wearing masks for like the rest of our lives i mean the as, as what they're saying is that covid is going to be here for a while then we have to get used to that. We can't just be wearing masks for five years and be like, oh, no, well, the numbers are still not down. We have to still wear masks. It's stupid. Just, you are in, in control of your own health. You know, if you want to wear a mask, that's cool. I'm not going to down anybody for it. If you feel comfortable that way, that's you, man. You know, but for me, I'm tired of wearing that fucking thing. You know, yeah, I only wear it sometimes because like if my breath stinks or if um you know i, I sneeze because i do get allergies i have you know 
uh, season allergies and shit like that. Or if I sneeze or anything like that. Or I just don't want people to see my facial features. You know, like when I'm making faces and shit like that at work. I'm tired of wearing it. And, you know, a lot of my friends are probably, well, friends are probably like, ew, you know, he he's one of those people that don't want to wear a mask. He's probably like a Trumper. Look, I'm going to tell you this right now. Yes, I voted for Trump, but I'm not a Trump supporter. No, I'm not a far right conservative. Yes, I'm a conservative, but I'm more in the middle, you know, um, I'm not a fucking crazy, you know, I want to keep, take these damn things off, you know, I, I'm not going to keep working for the rest of my life, and I'm not going to, I'm going to take my freedom back, and I'm going to, you know, and it's funny, because like a lot of these businesses are like, well, you still have to wear in our business, you know, and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, I'm going to go buy some overpriced vinyl or some overpriced shitty food from you that have to wear a mask. Okay, big deal. You know, but as soon as I get out of that motherfucker, boom, taking it off. You know, and I know a lot of businesses um, are going to deny a lot of people. And it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of bad because it's like a lot of these people, some of these people support these businesses like 100%. But they just don't agree with the mass mandate. They're only doing it because that's what was what we're supposed to be doing. But now that the government is saying it's okay, you know, a lot of people aren't going to take their mask off. And a lot of these businesses that they go and support are going to turn them away. And it's like, dude, I'm like when you're number one customer, but you're going to turn me down because of me not wearing a mask and because of what you believe in. And you're so fucking scared. You know, in a lot of these places, um, they say, oh, we, we want to ensure the, the health and the safety of our of our customers. If that's the fucking case, then wouldn't you be like that during the whole time? Like, I swear to God. I'm sorry. I, I get the allergies and shit like that. So you're going to see me turn inside and I'm not going to talk. But, um... Um, you know, um, like one of my Facebook friends was like, something sinister is going on here. You know, how can you do that? And it's like, it's nothing sinister. It's more sinister keeping people fucking wearing masks. But, you know, there's nothing sinister. It's like, hey man, we have to keep moving forward. If we keep wearing these masks then, you know, we're never going to move forward. We're just going to be stuck in 2020. It's 2021. It's time to move on. And we've been doing this for a whole year. I'm tired of it. I know a lot of people are not tired of it. And it's just like, you know, like people say, like I was saying, you know, they want to ensure the safety and the health of their customers. I was like, then why are you going to be denying a lot of people that have allergies? You're going to have denying a lot of people that sneeze and cough and all this and that. You know, hey, you can't come in. I'm like, dude, I literally have allergies or I just have a dry cough. Oh, no, you have COVID. You can't come in here. You need to wear a mask. That's stupid. You know, a lot of these businesses, I don't know. It's, you know, with the, with, with Greg Abbott opening up, I, I know a lot of people, like I said, were talking shit about Greg Abbott and telling them, fuck you, Greg. You know, I hope you choke and die. 
and you know I hope you 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 fall off a cliff in your wheelchair and and shit like that. we're being very fucking like rude to the dude you know and, and like and shit like that and it's people that I know you know some of these people have businesses local small businesses and they're talking their political shit on their on their personal on their um, business page it's not right man you know you're gonna lose a lot of business because a business page is a, is that's what it is it's a business page it's only strictly for business if you want to talk shit on your political shit do it on your personal page but don't do it on your in your business page you know I've said this before I know people who do that shit whether it be band um, you know a clothing company uh, a food company you know small businesses and stuff like that taco trucks and whatnot record stores you know they, they do their political shit on their business page and it's like do that on your personal page man you know because people are going to see that and people are going to be like oh well that's how they are i don't think i want to support them you know and i've been supporting them for a long time but if they're just going to be very political and and crazy then i don't want to support these people and it sucks because a lot of those people that did that are my friends and I know a lot of people aren't talking to me because of that, you know, or whatever and whatnot. Like, I do have one friend, whenever I, like, react to some of his stuff, he messages me back and he would talk for a little bit. And he don't even do that anymore. And it's like, I had put out this post on my personal page telling people, hey, look, man, y'all need to get over it. This is it. This is 2021. It's time to move on. If you don't like it, boo-hoo, stay home. Don't we you know wear a mask when you're at home? Wear a mask when you're driving in the car by yourself. You know, and if like the shoe fits, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm just generally throwing it out there for everybody. I'm not throwing it out there and throwing shade at you. It's for everybody. You know, and it's like, like I like I talked to my cousin. I'm like, hey, dude, I mean, it, it's you know, this is happening. He's kind of like, well, I don't know how I feel about it. And I'm like, dude, literally nobody comes to church with us. Um. We're already spaced out. I'm like, look, it's fine if we have no mask. Just follow the, the, the you know, the six feet apart. You know, still got to wash your hands. And, you know, if you're sick, stay home and stuff like that. If you still follow those rules without a mask, then you're okay. I think you're okay. You know, but a lot of stupid people are going to be like, well, yeah, I was sick, you know, a couple of days ago. I was like, then what are you doing out here, bro? You know, and it's funny because... N- before it was never a problem you know if you had the flu or if you had like a stomach virus or if you you were just like sick you could still be around people people wouldn't get upset you know and it's things that could be contagious nobody would bat an eye but now that you know with all this COVID and everything and you take off your mask people are gonna like freak out and like run like a chicken without his head off and it's like you weren't doing that two years ago when I was sick with the flu and I was still hanging out with you guys. You didn't give me a fuck about it. And now that this situation, you're like super scared. It's so dumb. It's a double standard, you know? And I know a lot of people are going to get upset about what I'm saying, but it's the truth. You got to move forward. If you want to be scared and, and do all that and, and, and be a good boy and, be a good girl and, and listen to what Joe Biden, the, you know, stupid and the scientist and was in Dr. Fauci. Then go ahead and do that. You know, nobody's going to judge you. Nobody. We might laugh at you, but it's like, eh, 
you know, we're laughing without a mask, not with one. But I think it's so funny because um, as I was going through some of my, my stuff, I was like, I find it funny that people that with it being Governor Greg Abbott, who is a Republican, they're talking all this shit about him. And, 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 and like I said, like I was saying earlier, they were fuck you and sending him these memes and tell him, I hope you die and choke or whatever, whatnot. And it's like, it's so, it's so hypocritical, these people, because they were talking about, you know, hate speech and bullying and, and, and just like that. But I'm like, you're doing all that against a person who has a disability. He's in a wheelchair, but you think it's okay to talk shit about him because he does something you don't like. Hmm. Sounds like somebody else that y'all did that to for like four years. Eh, escapes my mind, but you know. Um, but I'm pretty sure that if Joe Biden, if it was Joe Biden and Dr. Fauci who did a press conference for the whole United States and said, "Hey guys, um, I'm list, I'm lifting the mask mandate. We don't have to wear masks anymore." Dr. Fauci backed me up, and we're all going to open businesses 100%. Everybody would be, you know, screaming and crying and being so happy and, and running in the streets and taking off their masks and blah, 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 and partying and having a good time. They would do that if he said that, but he didn't say that. You know, it's somebody else that said that, and now they're crucifying him, but I'm pretty damn sure that if joe biden said that they would they they would be praising him like oh my gosh you know he he saved us you know he he he's the um, i hate the, the dude is so fucking stupid you know and i find it funny too that a lot of these people who hated trump and were gonna go for biden were like hey look joe biden won we need to treat him the same way and give him the same um shit that we give trump if he messes up I have not once seen that at all from anybody. You know, he he's moved people in shipping containers or detention centers, whatever you want to call them, still cages, you know. Uh, he bombed Syria. I don't know for what fucking reason. I don't know, but it's like, that's what's most important. He lied about the $2,000. He's like, uh, I didn't say 2000 I said the fourteen. You know, he, he, the dude is retarded. The dude is literally like fucking up, you know, as soon as he got into office, gas prices started going up, food started going up. And it's like, yo, it was never like this with like Trump, you know, gas was pretty decently priced, you know, things were decently priced. Like I flipped out a couple months ago because I went to Chick-fil-A and Sometimes what I like to do is I'll get the um, the tortilla soup. I'll get a large bowl, and I'll just get like a, the, the filet, and then I'll get some fries and stuff like that. I'll eat it without the bread. Well, the filet was like three something, and I'm like, what? It's like it's more. It was more priced than the sandwich by itself, and I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous. And the tortilla soup price went up too. And I'm like, that's stupid, bro. For what? When did the price go up? You know, a lot of stuff went up. And I'm like, because he went to office and it's like, 
but people don't see it. People are so fucking blind to it. And they're like, oh no, you know, this is what happens. It's going to go lower. No, gas is rising. It's already at like 245 in some places. And I'm like, dude, it's barely fucking March. You know, he just took off his like not even that long ago. You know, literally like what, like a month and a half ago. And it's like, shit's already starting to like increase and all that. It's like some, something's not right. But people are okay to it. People are so uh, blind, and they're just like, "Oh, I don't see anything wrong with this," you know. <sighs> I don't know. Like I said, I'm okay. I'm I'm fine with the, without the mask, dude. I'm fucking happy. I'm excited, you know. I know some people. I know that they're probably, you know, oh, I'm not gonna wear the mask, you know. And that's cool. Hell yeah, dude, join me, you know. And there's some that like, oh, I'm still gonna wear my mask. Hey, cool with you, but don't be. Um, like that meme of Squidward um, looking out the window of uh, Patrick and SpongeBob having fun, and you're inside with the mask because you're so fucking scared and full of shit, and we're out here, no mask, having fun. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, Greg Abbott is just going to kill all these people. I mean, if you, I did some research and I looked up the um, rates that are going on in Florida, because, you know, everyone talks shit about Florida. Florida was like, fuck it, we're going to open up 100%. We're going to be doing all this no mask and this and that. And they've been doing it for a while. Um, Florida's numbers fluctuate here and there. But as of recent, not that many deaths, not that many cases. And it's like, you know, one thing that nobody has really said is about the Super Bowl. You know, people are like, it's going to be a super spreader, all these people there. And it's like... I didn't hear anything about anybody getting sick over there, you know, so, you know, from what I've seen, Florida is doing it right, and, um, yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully this, this whole year of wearing masks has made people more aware of how fucking dirty and disgusting they are, you know, uh, a lot of people don't wash their hands when they come out of the restroom. I'm guilty of that sometimes. Some people um, don't take fucking showers. A lot of people, when they sneeze, they sneeze without covering their face. You know, you're supposed to go like that, you know, in your shirt. Some people sneeze in their hands and then, like, don't wash their hands and shake people's hands or fist bump people. You know, um, people are disgusting. And, you know, this whole lockdown has made people more... um, Caught, uh, not cautious, but more aware of like, oh, we gotta clean, oh, we gotta clean, we gotta clean. But I swear to God, if this shit goes back to normal, they're not gonna go back to cleaning. They're just gonna be like, man, I'm not gonna clean it anymore. You know? And it was like, you know, if y'all kept up the same hype and the same energy before, before, um, I keep making those noises with my mouth, I'm sorry. It, it's really annoying. It's like, long, long, long. it sounds so annoying. I hate it. I don't know if it's, I should stop eating before I do my show or stop drinking. I don't know what it is. But what I was saying was that, um, you know, weeks before, you know, years before, like for, okay, for instance, Barbarella, the club that I go to, the dance floor is always fucking sticky. Um, The TVs were literally covered in like sticky beer, alcohol, sweat, 
just residue all on the TVs, and it was disgusting. It's been like that for years, you know. Um, all the all the counters and the bars were all sticky as fuck, you know. Restrooms didn't have any soap. They didn't have any toilet paper. Some of the restrooms were overflood, and that place was dirty. And it was like, you know, people didn't see anything wrong with that about it. But now with the COVID. You know, oh, we're cleaning this, we're cleaning that. And I was like, y'all should have kept this energy up like two, three years ago. Maybe your place would be clean as fuck. They finally got new TVs. And I'm like, all right, cool. I guess y'all can use these other ones because they were so fucking sticky. You know? But it's like, you got to keep up that same energy clean, man. You know, my 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 dad, um, he cleans, he does that, he disinfects me. And I'm kind of like that as well. Sometimes, not all the time. But it's like we were raised to be very clean and hygienic and stuff like that. Wash our hands and, you know, cover our mouths when we sneeze and clean up after ourselves and wipe things down and stuff like that. That's just how we are. So I'm used to that. But people constantly doing that, like one of the schools that I go to, they literally has like one person and they come out like every seven minutes wiping the same thing down. And I'm like, dude, nobody comes out here. Why are you wiping this down? And it's it's just dumb, you know. I, anyways, but yeah, um, to answer that question, because I did have a question about this last night on my live video. I'm happy that this mask mandate is is finally over next Wednesday. Um, if I have to wear a mask to go to certain places, okay, that's your business. I'm gonna support, you know. I'm gonna support it. I'm going to follow your rules. That's cool, but. I'm also going to go and support these businesses that don't allow that, that you don't have to wear a mask too. So, because I know a lot of people are going to exile them and, and, and talk shit about them. It's like, nah, man, I'm gonna give them some fucking, you know, support and shit like that. So, uh, what else? Okay. So I talked about TikTok. I talked about the Texas state mandate, uh, mask mandate removal. Um, Speaking of certain things, um, so um, something happened to a friend of mine, and um, her name is Jackie. She's really cool. I've known her for a very long time. Um, she had did this video of her somewhere. I don't know where she was at. I guess like at a bar or somewhere in downtown. And she saw this car, this Mustang, I think it was a Mustang, like diamond encrusted or whatnot, very sparkly. And she was taking a video of it. She tagged the person whose car it was and um, she touched it. And then like she saw like this little sticker and she was pointing at it like, oh, hey, you're not supposed to touch it. And literally the person who owned the car saw that video, reposted it and called her a fucking bitch and a whore and a slut. Because she touched her car and it was like, yo, why the fuck are you even driving that thing? Anyways, if you don't want nobody to touch it, you know, and she literally kept like attacking her and saying shit. And my friend Jackie was apologizing. She was like, hey, look, I'm sorry. I didn't know. You know, I saw it afterwards and I feel bad about it. What can I do to help? And she just like kept like shitting on her. And other people would shit on her, too. And I'm like, that's not right, man. You know, I really wanted to go report that chick. But I was like, you know what? 
it's not my place. I know she's my friend, but it's not my place to report it. And, um, you know, she was telling me that a lot of people were, were talking shit about her, but a lot of people were giving her, like, support and be like, hey, look, it's okay, it happens, you know, that girl's a bitch for, for doing that to you. And she is a bitch. She's very bitchy and very rude to be doing something like that to somebody. Hey, people make mistakes, man. You know, people touch shits, uh, things of mine, and I'm like, hey, man, don't touch. Like, if you touch my laptop, okay, but if you touch, like, a diamond encrusted car, and, like, why the fuck are you even driving that out there, like I said, if you don't expect people to, like, touch it? Somebody's going to lean on it. Somebody's going to do this and that. And what are you going to do? Just be like, <laughs> you know? So, and I was like, hey, look, I mean, you're getting some publicity, People are going to start going to your pages and stuff like that because she's a very she's a foodie person. She loves talking about food. She goes and tries different food and stuff like that. So um, she's like, yeah, a lot of people have been viewing my stuff. I got a lot of like requests and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, that's cool. I mean, you, you got some publicity following behind you. And you know, a lot of people, like I said, reached out to her and was like very supportive and stuff like that. So I was like, that's cool. You know, that somebody some people would go and be like hey look it's okay like i said earlier it's not your fault and it happens you know don't drive your car out there if you if you're gonna if you're not gonna expect people to go and touch it and shit like that i wouldn't i told her fuck i would do and i, I wouldn't have posted um like a tag of the girl i would have just been touching him like whatever you know but um yeah i thought that was really stupid but like i kind of felt i really felt bad for her because i was like she was going through this crap and literally, it was like late at night. It was like from like what, maybe two in the morning to like six o'clock in the morning, because I guess she went out with some friends and stuff like that. And I'm like, within a matter of hours, this should happen. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, this is a little side story. What happened? Uh, so let's get into some personal stuff that's been going on. Um, so. Not many people know, and I was supposed to talk about this on Jose, on the episode I did with Jose last week, um, and I know you guys, if you're following me on Instagram, if you're not, um, follow me at the uh, Inside the North, all lowercase, Inside the North Side, um, you know, and you should find me, you should see the logo on Instagram, if not, um, you can go to my link tree, which is uh l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash all capital i-t-n-s it'll give you the link to all my social media stuff and whatnot so anyways um for y'all that have been following me on instagram um i had posted this picture of this guy who um i don't know how to say this but um so, he was from California. His name was Angelo uh, Quintero, or Quinto. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Um, he's a 30-year-old guy. He was a Navy vet, and um, he got killed um, in December. And, uh, you know, um, as the story goes, um, he was suffering from um, uh, a mental illness, you know, uh, anxiety, mental anxiety attack and stuff like that. And, um, I guess his mother didn't know how to react to that. So she called the cops and, um, I guess assumed that the cops will help her out, but the cops aren't really trained for shit like that. 
So what they did is, I guess, they put their knee on his back. And, you know, he was telling them, like, I don't want to die. I don't keep stop doing this to me. And they literally killed him. You know, and it's it's so fucking shitty that we have to hear about this two months later. You know, um, luckily my girlfriend sent me the, the, the article. Because like I said, I removed myself from all the social media. From KHOU to Fox to ABC to CNN to all these, these news outlets. I removed myself from them because it was just, I'm tired of the fucking news telling me what they what they want to show me. So they killed this guy and um, in December and we're just hearing about it in March and it really bothered me because this is the same shit that happened to George Floyd back in 2020 and a lot of people were up in arms and like fucking upset and you know you all know what happened in Minneapolis people started looting and, and, and writing and stuff like that and and shit happened but for this guy no one said a fucking peep you know and it's like i said it's shitty that we have to hear about this two months later you know and it bothered me because i was like this is the same shit that happened last year and i and i put it i put it out on blast i was like why is nobody talking about this and people saw it. And I literally put that out for people that were supporting the BLM movement. Now, like I talked about in my last episode, I don't have a problem with the Black Lives Matter. You know, it's true. Black Lives Matter. But, to be honest with you, all lives matter. You know? And you're probably going to be like, no, he's, you're fucking wrong. You know? The reason why I say all lives matter is because they do. Um, you know, when, when Christ came here on earth, he didn't die for one specific race of people, you know, he was supposed to, I mean, he was supposed to be, you know, for the Jews, but the Jews denied him. So he ended up dying for the Gentiles, which is us, you know, non-Jewish people. But, um, you know, Christ died for everybody, not just white people not just jewish people not just black people he died for everybody so when i say all lives matter that's what i mean all lives matter because they do everyone's life is precious regardless of what they've done regardless of who they are everyone's life is precious so you might (coughs) you might disagree with me and that's okay that's my opinion you have your own opinion you know so but with the BLM movement, it's more of like all uh, no lives matter till black lives matter. And I have a problem with that because it's kind of like you're just saying that your life matters more. And if your life doesn't, if your life is not held to this standard, then nobody's lives matter. And it's literally stupid because people who aren't black are like, no lives matter until black lives matter. I'm like, so your life doesn't matter then? You're not black. You know, or we're supporting them. Okay, I get that, but you're literally just talking shit about yourself too. Um, You know, I have a huge thing against that, that fucking organization. 
but anyways, it's, it's, it's not about that. So, you know, I specifically posted that for people to see that for people that supported that, you know, for the people that, um, were all about the BLM and this and that and blackout Tuesday and whatnot, say their name. So, you know, and I continued to post it. I was like, why is nobody saying anything? Why haven't y'all said anything? Why aren't you saying anything? And I literally put a post on my personal Instagram. It's like, how come nobody's talking about this? You know, is it because he's not the correct color? You know, he, he was a, as a Filipino. You know, he's not black. Is it because he's not the correct race? Like I said, it's a Filipino guy. He's not a black person. He's not a black male, not 30 year old black male. You know, is because um, it doesn't fit the agenda. You know, the whole agenda of Black Lives Matter. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't fit the agenda. You know, because he's not a black life. So, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't qualify for for that. Um, you know what? It what? What is it? What was it? You know that? Why is nobody saying anything? And I'm like, it's it's shitty. You know, I also put like, is it because there's no video? There's no eight minute video of the cops putting their knee on his back and him dying, you know, in the video. I was like, what is it? And I had people literally were like, you know, hey, man, I agree with you, but the problem. Is, and I'm like, there is no fucking but, man. Somebody lost their life. You know, yeah, but, you know, just it, it, no. You know, and I had one guy, he's like, well, where's the video? And I'm like, that made me sick to my stomach, man. I was like, you literally don't believe this article. You have to see a video of a man losing his life in order to believe it. And I went to, I went to school with this guy and, you know, and it's like, it's very sickening. Like people have to like see that. One guy was like, you know, it's not the shock value as it was with George. And I'm like, you, you're fucking kidding me. Somebody lost their life, man. The same way as this guy. But nobody's up in arms about it. Everything's quiet. You know? It really bothered me. And, you know, that goes to my second point that I was going to talk about. The whole thing against the, the people being horrible to the Asian community. Um... You know, I've been, I've seen a little bit here and there on social media, you know, but I had to dig deep myself. So uh, what I'm going to read, I'm going to read the article that I was looking up against what was going on. And this is USA Today. So it says hate crimes against Asian Americans are on the rise. Um, you know, since the coronavirus hit, a lot of people were calling it the Chinese virus because it came from China and whatnot. And, you know. I get it. It's uh, might sound racist, but they, that's where it came from. So, um, so the, the coronavirus pandemic had been spreading in the United States for a month, and Asian community groups were warning of a disconcerting surge of hateful and racist language towards them, tied to the virus origins in China. Um, you know, and it says uh, Asian Americans across the United States are reporting a significant increase in hate crimes, harassment, and discrimination tied to the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic. More than a year after these attacks began, the pandemic has galvanized Asian Americans, many of whom long felt invisible to speak out about the hatred and racism being directed towards their way. I have a problem with that. You know, it's, 
I'm not Asian, of course, but I'm I'm not white. And in this country, you know, we've and I'm guilty of it, man. I mean, as as the Hispanics, we 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 say shit about Asian people all the time. You know, we call them whenever wherever they're from. If they're from Korea, they're from Taiwan, they're from um, Cantonese, and they're Laos. You know, wherever they're from. We still call them chinitos. You know, we don't call them what they are. You know, and we, just like Guriel um, in 2017, sorry, um, he got, he didn't get suspended, but he, he had to go through some, um, you know, training because, you know, he did, he, he did the whole squinty eyes. And, yeah, that looked bad, you know, on him. But my argument against it is that, this is a guy that was born in Cuba. This is a guy who played baseball in Cuba and then went to Japan and played in Japan his whole life and then came to the States. The guy doesn't know about our culture. The guy doesn't know the yeses and nos and the, 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 the good and the bad of doing stuff like that. So when he did that, he didn't know. And like I said, it's a part of our culture. We do that. You know, we don't mean any disrespect towards them but we do that and it looks bad on us but you know no knowing that the whole virus thing was from china and this and that i would have ne- i would never do anything like that to asian people at all because they've been through a lot of shit you know asians have been here for a while since what the 1800s they moved to california during the gold rush you know a lot of them built the railroads in California, you know. They were very, um, there were a lot of workers, a lot of Asian workers, a lot of Chinese workers and stuff like that. They have built, helped build America's railroads, you know. And they just, they have a huge culture in California, in L.A., in San Francisco. You know, you feel that, 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 that Asian presence, you know, around the city and around the country, you know, around the state, I'm sorry. And, you know, a lot of people don't know that the, the Asians were in concentration camps here in America. If you don't believe me, look it up. During World War II, America was so scared of another Pearl Harbor attack that they rounded up all the Asians and put them in concentration camps just to be safe. And, yeah, not a lot of people know about that, but it looks really bad on our part, you know, and a lot of, like I said, a lot of people make fun of the Asian community, um, you know, we, we talk shit about them, if you look in pop culture, if you look in, in movies, if you look in music, if you look in literature, if you look at every, everywhere, they're always they're always making fun of Asians. They're always being hateful towards it. Not hateful, but they're mocking them and stuff like that. And you know, Jeremy Lin, who used to play for the Rockets and then played for Golden State, and I think he played for Toronto as well, um, and then played for Brooklyn <laughs> and played for some other teams. He was talking about an incident that happened on the court where somebody was like they called him coronavirus, and I don't know if that's true or not. You know, only he knows. Um, but it's, it's very, it's, it's, that's, that's horrible to do something to people like that who 
already they have a huge target on their back when they're here. And now that this, the whole thing with the China's virus, the Chinese virus and stuff like that, the COVID, you know, calling it that, it's like people look at them in disgust, like, oh, you're the ones that brought it here. You're the ones that, and it's, that's so horrible, man. That's like, it's the same thing like they do with Latinos and Hispanics. You know, like, oh, you must be an immigrant, you know, or you must be, you might have brought drugs here, or, you know, you probably crossed the border. It's the same shit. And it's, it's, it's horrible. That somebody would would do, would do shit like that to the Asian community, you know. I stand with them, man. It, you have to stop this Asian hate. That's not right. Like I said, I'm guilty of making fun of them, and you know, I would, you know, I've done it. I've had people who I've had friends who were Asians, and you know, I'll I'll do the whole impersonation, and they laugh and think it's funny. You know, hey, that's pretty good, but um, you know, I would never disrespect them like that. I, I, I love Asian culture and I think you know the people are great people you know they do a lot for our communities they do a lot for the food here you know they they help build America you know so the article keeps going it says community leaders are calling for greater enforcement of existing hate crime laws better connections with local police departments charged with investigating hateful incidents and other Americans to consider the impact of their words and actions on the country's estimated 21 million Asian Americans. Asian American entertainers are using their platforms to highlight the issues. Asian American journalists are sharing their own stories of discrimination on social media and growing courses of federal lawmakers are demanding action. Which is, hey, that's awesome, man. You really should use a platform. Just like I said, Jeremy Lin is using this platform. And I know... Probably a lot of other Asian people are using their platform, like it says, to to bring up like, hey man, this is something. This is a thing, you know. Just like last year, they were talking about, you know, uh, racism, you know, against blacks. There's racism against Asians too, you know. Just because they're lighter skin color, doesn't mean that they don't get racism and hate towards their culture and and who they are, you know. And why does nobody ever bring that up? You know, why do we scoot that under the rug? Same thing with, with like the Latinos, you know, with their racism towards them and, and stuff like that. Why do we sweep that under the rug? But when it's something involving a black, you know, black person, we have to bring awareness. Why do we have to, you know, um, protest and march and shit like that for them? But we will not do that for Latinos. We won't do that for the Asian community. We won't do that for anybody else, but just the black community. And I'm not saying that's they shouldn't, because yeah, I, I mean, if shit shit like that happens, it should be brought to the forefront and be brought aware. Hey, man, this is happening. We need to stop this. You know, I'm okay with that. But like when you just make them the sole ones that, hey, we have to do this for them then it's not right because that's not being equal. You're talking about being equality and, and, and justice for everyone. Well, there's not justice for them. You literally are sweeping them under the rug just because they're Asians, you know. Asians get a lot of fucking hate, like I said. They get a lot of flack. You know, people talking about it because they can't speak correctly. You know, they talk about them because of how they're rude. You know, they're, and this and that. And it's like, but they take it. 
they take it. The Asian Americans that have been here for hundreds of years, you know, like I said, since the 1800s, they're more American than a lot of other people. You know, their families have helped build America, build communities, build cities, you know. And it's just, it's just not right, man. I stand with that. I personally stand with that because it's like I have a lot of friends that are Asians. I know people that are half Asian. And I would want them to stand with me if they were doing this to Hispanic people. You know, because like I said, everybody last year was everybody, all races and all colors were standing up with Black Lives Matter. Okay, you know, we're they're all unified in one. But nobody's talking about this. Nobody wants to be unified in this. Nobody, all these people, all these social justice warriors that, like I said, I threw shade at them. They're not saying anything about this. They're too busy talking about Greg Abbott and the mask mandate. But they're not talking about what happened to Angelo. Like I said, who was Filipino. You know, they're not talking about the hate towards Asian Americans during this time and during last year. You know? You know, even though they were saying that the virus came from China, I never once through my through my mind, never once thought of them being those people like that, how they're being, you know, hateful towards them saying, Oh, y'all brought it here. Never once have I thought that through my mind. You know, because like I said, I support a lot of Asian places. I love Chinese food. I love Vietnamese food. You know. I go I go to these places and I eat. And I enjoy it, and I want to support these people because I love their food. I love their just everything about them. You know, like I said, I'm not I'm not racist towards them. You know, we all do the the, the making fun of and stuff like that, which it's it's it, we shouldn't do that. But sometimes it's also like, hey, look, it's just a joke. You know, but it can be a joke, but it, it can't be in a hurtful way where you're literally just mocking them. You know. Because me, if people know me, people know that I do impressions and I, I do voices and stuff like that. And, you know, whenever I do that to somebody, I'm not doing it to mock them. I'm, you know, if I hate, if I don't like you or I hate you, I will mock you. Um, but a lot of, I just, those are just the voices that I do, you know. Um, I'm going to keep reading the article a little bit. It says, the pandemic has especially struck a nerve for the Asian American community, which has forced many to realize the simple discrimination can turn violent. Um, says the representative of California, Ted Lau, who is a member of the Congressional Asian Pacific American Caucus. The fight against the bamboo ceiling is now about uh, physical safety, he said. For a large number of Asian Americans, especially the younger generation, they're now seeing for the first time actual violence directed towards them or their grandparents. It's highly disturbing. Um, it's just not right, man. You know, I'm getting kind of teary-eyed because it's like, you'll support one, one race, but you won't support another. You know? And for people that are listening to this, don't, don't, don't be those types of people who were supportive of the Black Lives Matter movement and what that stood for, and then not be compassionate towards the Asian Americans who are getting discriminated, you know, being discriminated and being, uh, you know, having hate violence towards them and hate speech and and, and getting beat up and, and killed. It's 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 not right, you know. One doesn't 
one doesn't, you know, balance. You have to, you have to be equally balanced. One can outweigh the other. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, and it says that um, in January, Biden issued an executive order condemning the attacks, which I never heard. You know, I doubt he even knows about that. I feel like they're just writing this shit up. Um, you know, and, you know, they're talking shit about Donald Trump because he called it the, the Chinese Chinese virus and the Kung flu, which I know he called it the Chinese virus, the China virus, but I didn't know he called it the Kung flu, which I doubt he called it the Kung flu because that's pretty catchy. And I doubt he has that kind of quippy, even though he's, he's pretty funny, but I don't know. But yeah, I know a lot of people were, were you know, calling it the China virus. And I mean, it came from China. But that doesn't give you the right to be racist and hateful towards the Asian Americans. Um, you know, I'm going to post this on my on my Instagram that, hey, man, I stand with the Asian community. You know, there shouldn't there needs to stop being hate towards them because a lot of these Asian Americans were standing with you guys during the Black Lives Matter movement. And now that they need your help, you're nowhere to be found. You know, like I told Jose. And I told Mega Man, you know, with the whole Vanessa Guillen thing, um, we rarely had anybody come out and support. You know, there was more people little by little. But it was really discouraging because we saw literally thousands of people show up in downtown for George Floyd, you know, um, celebrities and, and, and athletes here in Houston and stuff like that. But for Vanessa Guillen, a Hispanic, you know, uh, soldier who just turned 21, who was murdered, nobody was there. The Rockets weren't saying anything. The Astros weren't saying anything. The Texans weren't saying anything. You know, I didn't hear anything from the fucking mayor or his stupid... Uh, sidekick Lena Hildago, who is a Latina, um, didn't hear anything from, you know, our 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 police chief. Fuck him too. Um, not that many people were there, and it, it was very discouraging because it was like, where are you at? You would think that all these people who showed up for, you know, these those protests in March would show up for something like this that was important, but they didn't show up. And you might think that I'm being exaggerating, but it, it was racist. You know, I'm not going to, I'm going to support the black lives, but I'm not going to support this Hispanic stuff. You know, a lot of people are like that. If you don't know, there are people like that, you know, and it, it's very sickening and it's very disgusting and it, it shows your character and it shows pretty much that you listen to what everybody else tells you and you can't think for yourself. You know, like I said, I, I know I have a lot of coworkers. You know, I work with a lot of blacks. I grew up with a lot of blacks. I have no hate towards them. I have, you know, yeah, sometimes when they act stupid, I'm like, really, guys? Come on. Y'all look, y'all looking bad. Come on. But I, I genuinely enjoy working with them. I have good friendships and a lot of good relationships with them, you know, and they're very supportive of me and stuff like that. And I'm so very supportive of them. And, you know, I would I would defend them if they needed, you know, the help and stuff like that too. And I know they would they would have my back. 
But there are some that I've met that they're not like that. They're very rude and stuff like that. So it, it makes the, everybody else look bad and stuff like that. It's the same thing with Hispanics and, you know, all that. But what I was trying to say is that, like I said, one group is supportive of one thing, but when it comes to something else, it's the same thing. Nobody is supportive. But you know what? Vanessa Guillen got her day. And, you know, all that was just, you know, it rose up fast. Because, like I said, when we went and did the marches, it was literally like a, a moment's notice, like a last minute thing. And from that, that sparked all these other marches, peaceful marches, I mind you, um, all around this, all around the country, and it, it didn't get the traction like at the BLM and George Floyd, but it did get some attraction, and you know it it happened, something happened, and you know I hope I think they passed that bill, and um, you know one of the podcasts that I was listening to um, was talking about it, and they're like I don't understand it, you know, and I, I kind of was like really guys this is this is our own people they did this shit to her and you're kind of like uh you know i don't really understand it i don't don't, don't see the point of it i'm like come on man they're killing our people left right man and then they're in the service these are people that are fighting for our country you know same thing with 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 another hispanic guy you know they killed him too. He, I think he was in the Navy or in the Marines. I'm sorry if I forgot. But, you know, a lot of these people that showed up dead that were in the service were Hispanics. And a lot of Hispanics weren't saying anything. You know, and it makes me sad that it's like there's nobody. We don't have somebody to speak up for us. We have to kind of do it ourselves. And then yet, even when we do, nobody wants to speak up with us. Everyone's just like, nah, bro, you need to chill. Nah, man, you know, it's not like that, you know. They're so stuck in their comfort zone. But when it comes to Black Lives Matter, oh, yeah, they'll they'll go out there and support their homies and stuff like that. But when it's their own people, nah, wait, I don't want, I don't want to do it, you know. I don't want people looking at me. It's fucking sick, man. It, I don't know. I don't, I like I said, I stand with with these people. You know, fuck fuck those people that are doing this to these people. And I'm calling you people out. All you people that were supportive of the BLM movement but aren't weren't supportive of the of these people getting, you know, getting the same hate and racism towards them. If you're not supporting this, fuck you. You know, you you're very your your piece of shit because like I said you'll support this but you won't support that fucking sick man um I don't know man it like I said I stand with these people and I'm gonna be posting it on my Instagram and I'm gonna make a post about it because this needs to be brought to people's awareness same thing with the Hispanics man we gotta stand with these people you know, they're minorities, and we, we need to stand with them. If nobody's going to speak up for them, if the BLM movement's not going to speak up for them, if, you know, certain groups are not going to speak up for them, then we as Latinos need to speak up for them because we're very supportive of the Asians as well. Filipinos are pretty much Asian Hispanics, you know. Spain conquered the Philippines, you know, 
and it's they're pretty much like our cousins filipinos you know i've met a lot of filipinos i have you know a friend of mine his name was dennis um that i used to go to church with i loved the dude he was so funny i enjoyed hanging out with him he was filipino you know and i got to learn a lot about filipino culture and stuff like that from him um and i'm very sad because i I tried to keep in touch with him. I tried to like message him on Facebook, but he doesn't message me back. So, um, you know, like that, it happens, but you know, I, I've met a lot of Filipino people and I enjoy hanging out with these people. I enjoy hanging out with Asian people. I think they're awesome. I, their culture is great. The food is great. They're great people, you know? So I stand with you guys against the, the discrimination of the race, you know, of the Asian community. I su- I want to support you guys. And, you know, if they have something like that here, I'm going to go and I'm going to support these people. You know, um, no more hate towards the Asian community. No more, no more of this crap, bro. Anyways, so uh, let's get into some other, let's get into some other shit that's been going on. Uh... What can we get into? What can we get into? Oh, okay. So everybody uh, knows who Mr. Potato Head is. Um, if you don't know what a Mr. Potato Head is, um, what decade are you from? Are you even from here? You know, what's going on? Um, everybody is familiar with Mr. Potato Head. So Mr. Potato Head, the company that, make it, the company that makes it, which is Hasbro, is now removing the word Mr from from the name and just calling it potato head because they're making him gender neutral that is the most fucking stupidest thing i've ever heard in my fucking life um you know i haven't been messing with any of my sounds lately so i'm, I'm just gonna add one hey, yo, what the fuck? that is the stupidest shit i've fucking heard you're making the dude no not even a dude you're making a toy gender neutral. You know they have a Mrs. Potato Head, right? So there's a Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. For any of you guys that watch Toy Story, you know they're a couple. So you're just making Mr. Potato Head gender neutral. You know, he's going to be a trans potato, transgender potato. You know, I mean, what the? It's so fucking stupid. So the article that I have here is saying Hasbro, the company that makes the potato plastic, potato shaped plastic toy. Um, side note, um, before he was a plastic toy, he was actually a real potato. Um, is giving the spud a gender neutral name, Potato Head. The change will appear on boxes this year. <sighs> it's so fucking stupid. And it's like, I'm not even like angry about it. I'm just like... You know what? 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 Hey, yo, what the fuck? That's like the stupidest shit ever. Why would you? It's a fucking toy, man. And this is when I get really annoyed about the, all this gender-neutral bullshit. It's it. Like we, like I was talking with Jose, the whole Latinx thing. I hate that fucking word. I hate it. You know, it just started happening couple years ago, and I know a lot of people, okay, so, I follow a lot of Latinos from the West Coast, and a lot of people from the East Coast, you know, YouTubers, um, and stuff like that, um, 
and they were all supportive of the Latinx. And they only, the reason why they use Latinx is to include everybody. So no more Latino, no more Latina, because there's transgender Latino, there's transgender Hispanics, or whatever you want to call them. There's transgenders, bi, whatever, whatever you want to call them. So they call Latinx. That is the most stupidest thing ever. It's like, okay, I get you want to include everybody, but like, dude, if you're a Latino, you're a Latino. If you're a Latino, you're a Latina. If you're Latina, they turn into a Latino. You're still kind of a Latina or Latin. You're just, we just make you Latin. Same thing. If you're a dude, they turn into a chick. You're just Latin <laughs> or Latin. It's so dumb, man. They, it, it's dumb. Anyways, uh, toy makers have been updating their classic brands to appeal to kids today. To appeal to kids today. Dude, what fucking five-year-old is like, I'm, I don't want a Mr. Potato Head because he's not gender neutral like me. It's a fucking toy. So fucking stupid, man. You know, um, you're, you're a fucking idiot. You know, um, Barbie has shed its blonde image and now comes in multi-skin ten, skin tones, multiple skin tones and body shapes. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine added more girl characters and American Girl is now selling a boy doll. Okay, Barbie has been doing that for like the longest fucking time. And I don't see the problem with Barbie. I guess Barbie, Barbie is the blonde hair, blue eyed, white doll. I get that. But they also put the whole Barbie name under other ones that are like the like they're black African American Barbies or they're Hispanic Barbies or Asian Barbies. You should give them their own fucking name. I don't under the brand, but it's like Barbie's been doing that for a long time. I I don't see a problem with that. I don't. You know, they have Ken dolls and stuff like that. I don't know if they've made a transgender doll yet. They probably have. Oh, my God. If I spoke it, they're probably going to make it again. Please, guys, if you please don't make a transgender fucking doll. That's so fucking stupid. Um, Thomas the Tank Engine added more girl characters. Hey, fuck it. I mean, I didn't see a problem with that. I mean, they're just toys. They're just trains. Girls aren't going to play with trains, especially if it's called Thomas the, the Tank Engine. I feel like little girls are not going to be um, gravitating towards that. It's more towards, you know, boys and stuff like that. Um, an American girl is not selling a boy doll. I don't I don't I don't know about that. I mean, it's called American Girl. It's literally dolls for girls. Now you're making dolls. Boy dolls? I mean, a, a boy. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Growing up, it's like they're not dolls; they're action figures. And now it's like, no, they're dolls. It, it's so funny, you know. Like, it, 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 the what they're doing for these kids nowadays is so fucking, it's so fucking stupid, man. These parents are growing up and it sucks these are people in my fucking generation these are fucking millennials teaching their kids like oh no 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 you know we're gonna let him choose to be what he wants to be or we're gonna let her choose to be one. I'm like dude it's a fucking 
If the kid, man, if the, like Jose was saying, if my kid says that he's a dinosaur, you think I'm going to be like, oh, we're, we're, you must be a real dinosaur. And then we're going to start feeding you leaves and shit like that. You know, it's just a kid. They have an imagination. I truly believe that they're the kids that say that they're a girl inside or they're a boy inside. They don't know no better. They hear, they see this shit on TV and it seeps into their mind and they start thinking that's why you have to be really careful showing kids, um, you know, TV shows and stuff like that. Like, like SpongeBob and all these things on Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and Disney. You have to be very careful with the, what you show them because they might be showing shit like that. And it seeps into their brain when they're very young and then they start thinking that way. You know, I watched cartoons and stuff like that all growing up and I never saw anything like that before you know nobody was telling me that you know none of the cartoons I've grown up was like oh no you you might be gay or no you might be a girl or no oh you might be you know this and that none of the cartoons I grew up were showing me that you know and it's fucking stupid with the with these cartoons and these and these toys nowadays. They're trying to appeal to kids. Why are you pe- if you're appealing to the boy, the demographic, then appeal to them. You know they like action figures. They like trains. They like cars. You know, I'm not saying that girls don't enjoy that, but it's more of a boy thing. You know, girls like dolls. Girls like like the little makeup stuff. They like the little oven stuff. You know. You know, and it, it, it it's so dumb. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with girls liking cars. There's nothing wrong with boys liking like the easy bake oven. Hey, they like they want to start baking. Fuck it, start that young. You know, excuse me. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm probably gonna edit that out. Uh, I don't know what to do. Anyways, um, it's, it's just so dumb, you know, and it's that whole that liberal left thing where it's like, oh, no, you know, it, it's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, so it says Hasbro said Mr. Potato Head, which has been around for 70 years, needs a modern makeover. Fucking stupid, man. Fucking Hasbro is retarded. And another thing that's changing, too, is I don't know if anybody has... Um, read about well i saw this article which somebody had posted on their instagram talking about dr seuss so let me get something to drink it's spilling all over me (coughs) um yeah dr seuss so pretty much they're showing like a lot of these books that he created and a lot of this uh, art that he did was racist. Anyway, um, I'm going to read the article. This is the late Theodore Seuss um, Kiesel. I don't know how you say his name or AKA Dr. Seuss was born 117 years ago and his birthday was March 2nd. Um, and it says, you know, his, his birthday has been synonymous with read across America and, you know, Read Across America reads a lot of Dr. Seuss books. Because when you're younger, your parents read you a lot of Dr. Seuss. That's kind of like the first books that you you you, you listen to and you learn to read because they're so easy. Um, so it says, but the 2021 celebration is shaping up to be a little different, not just because of COVID. 
Um, but it's because Dr. Seuss, uh, their company, um, that manages, that manages the company, the late writer's estate has decided to stop publishing six books that feature racist and insensitive imagery. They include, and to think I saw it on Mulberry street, which I think I have. Um, if I ran the zoo, um, make L gets pool. I never read that one on beyond zebra. Scrabble Egg Super and the Cat's Quizzler. Quizzer. I think I know two of those. I haven't known about the other ones. But it says the problematic pictures which were flagged in a 2019 study published in a journal research on diversity in youth literature included a Japanese character referred to as Japanese, a Japanese, and the Cat's Quizzer, uh, drawn with a bright yellow face and standing on what appears to be Mount Fuji. And if I ran a zoo, a white man says he is going to put a person of color wearing a turban on display in his zoo. In fact, the researchers paged through 50 Dr. Seuss books and found 43 out of 45 characters of color had characteristics aligning with definition of Orientalism. What's more, the two African characters drawn in these books display anti-black characteristics often with men of color presented in subservient, exotified, or dehumanized roles, exhorting, ex, uh, according to the report. So, I've seen these pictures, and like I said, I have a couple of those books. When the fuck did people start paying attention to fucking Dr. Seuss? You know, who who was the one was like, huh, there's a lot of racist imagery in here. I'm going to write a report about this, you know. And look, I'm going to say this straight up. And this is my opinion. You can take this. You cannot have to. Dr. Seuss grew up. A hundred, he was born 117 years ago. Do you know what it was like 117 years ago? Yeah, it was racist as fuck. Okay. I'm not going to say that he didn't know no better. But he grew up in a time where that was okay. It was okay to be racist. You know, if you're white, you're racist. You're racist towards these to the two uh, minorities and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I think he did like little journals or articles and stuff like that where he was doing arts, uh, racist imagery. And, you know, look, I can't, it looks bad, you know. I'm sorry, I'm coughing and this is that. But I know it looks bad, but you have to understand the era that that man was living in. You have to understand what he, what his mindset was and stuff like that. Um, that was okay. That was okay back then, you know, almost a hundred years ago or 80 years ago. That was okay. That was a cool, you know, to write, um, you know, to draw Africans with big lips and, and big ears and, and stuff like that. Or to draw Asians, you know, with the cro- with the squinty eyes and the big teeth. And, and, and it, it was, that's what people were doing. And like I said, that's horrible. I know, it looks bad. But you have to understand, that's what it was like back then. You know, when my parent, when my mom would read me Dr. Seuss books, I never noticed any of that stuff. I didn't at all. I don't think my parents even noticed it, you know, even when I read the books myself, like I said, I never noticed it 
I never noticed racist imagery and stuff like that. Um, so they're taking those six books out of out of you know out of the publishing and stuff like that because of the racist imagery. Like I said, I'm gonna have to go through the books myself and see like you know. And it was like, look, like I said, I'm not defending it. I'm not defending him being racist. I'm not, but like you have to understand, that's what it was like, man. You know, I think I read somewhere where he, somebody asked him about it. And he was like, look, I'm, I was wrong to do all that. You know, I feel bad about it. You know, it it was the era that I grew up in. You know, a lot of people were calling bullshit because they're like, oh, he still used the word, the N word, you know, up to the day he died. And I was like, what do you expect somebody who grew up, you know, almost literally like in the big turning of the 1900s, you know? That's what they, that's what he grew up. That's what he, that's, that's how he grew up. That's what he was around. So of course that stuck with him. I mean, you can ask a lot of these white people, um, who grew up, you know, in, in, in the thirties and the forties and the fifties, you know, they were the same way. They were, they were racist towards blacks. They were racist towards Hispanics. They were racist towards, um, Asians and, and, and other people. But it's like, they didn't know no better because they only, they only saw what their parents were doing. They were taught how to, you know, by their parents, how to do this and that, you know, when you, when you have a child, they mimic everything that you do because they want to be like you. So if you're racist towards somebody, they're going to grow up and think that that's okay because my dad did that, you know, and that's just the society I grew up in. I, I feel like that was the same way for Dr. Seuss. You know, I feel like that's what he grew up in. Is he Jewish? I don't even know if he's Jewish or whatever. Anyways, um, but that's just the culture and the environment and the era that he lived in. I mean, no, it's not right. But, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, even if it was like, if they went back and like changed the art. I mean, they can't change the art because I don't know who draws the books anymore. Um, they could have done that or just blurred them out you know, or put something else there, but, you know, nobody noticed it until, like, now, and it's so crazy to think that, and if a lot of these people, it showed a video, a lot of these people that were crying for that, were the same ones that read the same fucking books to these kids during Read Across America, you know, you know, like I said, and whoever posted that, it's like, you're full of shit too, because God knows that you're probably racist. Were you racist like that too? You know, a lot of people they're like, "I'm not racist." That's a lie, because you know what? You might not be racist towards the blacks, but you'll be racist towards anybody else. You'll be racist towards your own uh, culture, you know, or vice versa. You know, growing up Hispanic, we kind of have like this thing where we don't really like black people you know that's not right it's something that should change you know um you can have any hispanic um an older hispanic if you brought home like like a a black boyfriend or black girlfriend they kind of look down on you you know and stuff like that you know it's starting to get normalized because a lot of people are starting to be open about it but like for a while I have family members who were like, you know, I don't like them. And, you know, 
and it was like, damn, you know, and it's not because they don't like them because they're taught that to hate them, but, um, and I, <coughs> sorry, uh, I'm just going to say this, but your actions speak louder than your words, you know, a lot of Hispanics, like I said, don't like blacks because of the way that they act. You know, they see them, how they act, and they have this decision already about them. Or like, well, that's how they are. Well, why am I going to like them? You know, if if the stereotype fits, fits, then, you know, that's what I think of them. You know, they're lazy. They don't want nothing. They just want hand houses and that. That's what a lot of Hispanics think. And so that's why they don't like them. And, you know, it goes vice versa too. vice versa. I've seen a lot of blacks who, uh, who I know who I work in the same district who don't like Hispanics. For instance, uh, when I work on Saturdays at these food drives, a lot of these people bring their music. You know, you have the blacks who bring their little boombox stereo and you have the, the Hispanic ladies that bring their boombox stereo. Um, the ladies usually play like... Which, I hate this fucking music. Um, Zydeco. It's just the same bullshit. It's kind of like reggaeton. It's the same rhythm, same shit, same music, whatever. It, it's garbage. I don't like it. <clears throat> I like the accordion. I like the, like the musical uh, instruments that they use. But I just don't like the music. Um, I think it's garbage. But they'll play a lot of Zydeco. And then, it's like one side... Is literally playing Zydeco, and the other side is playing like Gumbia or Tejano or stuff like that. And these people don't know, but I'm staring at them, and the the disgust on their face, it it's sickening because it's like you are upset because they're over here playing the music that they enjoy, and they're you know they're they're happy and they're dancing and having fun, and it's a little bit louder than your music. But you don't like that. So what you do is you tell them to turn down their music and you you pump up your Zydeco or whatever music that you're listening to. And some of the music that they play is like, yo, what the fuck? You know, it's like if you listen, the music is the musical arrangements. Nice, you know, but if you listen to these lyrics, it's like it's very. It's weird, like when I was talking about, like seducing like a 17 year old or talking about some like you know how you want it or something i'm like little girl and i'm like what the fuck what you think this is okay you know but it, it bothers me because i was like i'm sitting there and i'm watching these people they look at the hispanics and they're just like in disgust because they they're enjoying their music and they don't like it because they don't understand it so they tell them to turn their music down and they'll pump up their radio and blast their music while the Hispanics have to stand, stand there and just listen to theirs, but they can't enjoy it, you know. But the other ones are dancing and doing line dances and, and, and shaking it. And I'm like, that's that's being that's racist and being you know, that's horrible to be like that to somebody. And you know what? Like I said, it's the same way. There's a lot of Hispanics that they don't like the music that they're playing. There's Zydeco music. And sometimes they'll turn it up a little bit louder. But sometimes the ladies are like, oh, you know, we, we can't stoop to their level. So they'll, they'll put it on a, a reasonable um, volume. And they're, they're just there. They're still happy. But a lot of the blacks don't like the music that they that they play. And it's like, 
why not have no music at all? You know, bring your own headphones, listen to your own music. If you can't be um, in agreement with, hey, look, they can have their music, this have this volume and we can have ours, and just enjoy the music. If you can't do that, then you shouldn't have any music at all. You know, like I said, I don't like Zydeco at all. I hate that shit. All the music that they fucking play is it, it, it's, it's garbage. It's stupid. You know? And, you know, there's a lot of music I don't like, too. That's hits the Latino, you know. I don't like reggaeton. Um, bachata is okay, but it's, you know, it's not like what it used to be. Um, a lot of banda music. I hate banda music. I just hate it. You know, it sounds like fucking circus music. And I know, like, my cousin got into it. My cousin Josh. And I'm like... It's like, it, it, it's me being like judgmental. I'm like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Why are you listening to that shit? You know? And a lot of people are like that. Even the Latin, uh, the Mexicans are like that towards us here in Texas because we like the Honda music. And they're just like in disgust, like, oh, you like that shit? That shit's garbage. And it's like, no, we like it. You know, there's nothing wrong with the Honda music. The Honda music is great. Um, I'd rather listen to the Honda music all day other than, than the fucking. Uh, fucking reggaeton or anything else you know because that's the music i grew up with but you know i i see that kind of shit at work and it's it, it's not right you know and, and i don't know man it, it's just, just fucking weird um what else are we gonna talk about so we talked about the state mass the, the this and that i got recovery jackie Alright, let's get into some sports So, everybody knows J.J. Watt wanted to be released from the Texans He got his wish um, And he was like, yeah man, I'm just going to take a break I'm not going to sign with anybody right now And then literally like a week later, he signs with like Arizona And it's kind of like, yo, what the fuck dude Why didn't you just like take a break? You know, you've been playing in the league and you've been hurt for a while. Why are you going to play? And it's like a lot of people were, were assuming he was going to go to like Pittsburgh or he was going to go to um, Cleveland or Chicago up north or Green Bay because, you know, he's up north. He he, he likes the cold. He's, he's a kid. He's a Wisconsin kid. But he ended up going to Arizona with DeAndre Hopkins, which, hey, fuck you, DeAndre Hopkins. You're talking all that shit about Houston and all that. And it's like, I don't give a fuck you talking about Texans. Talk, tex- talk shit about Texans all the time. But don't be talking shit about Houston, bro. Um, You know, and, and JJ was like, he told Kyler Murray that, hey, look, I believe in you. This is why I'm coming over here. And I'm like, y'all ain't going to do nothing. Y'all haven't made the playoffs in a long time. You know, you're just a sub. You're just going to like the Texans 2.0 um, in Arizona. You know, I'm not talking shit about the Cardinals. The Cardinals are a pretty good team, but you know, it's he wants a ring, and it's like you're not gonna get a ring there, dude. You're just gonna like be there, you know. But I don't know. Uh, I like JJ. I think JJ is an outstanding person. I I loved it. The whole time he was here, he's a great guy. You know, he loves the city. He he loves the people. And I feel bad for him because the Texans did him dirty. And, the te- you know, the city did him wrong. You know, we, we in the city of Houston don't deserve that guy. The Texans didn't deserve that guy. You know, 
um, he was just, he was just too good for us. And, you know, they wasted a, a lot of his time. And, you know, they paid him a lot of money, but he was like, hey, look, man, if, you know, I don't know where, where this is going, but I, I, I feel like I need to move on. And, you know, I don't want to, but I feel like I have to. And, you know, he asked for his release and, and they released him, save up some money. And that's classy. You know, I respect JJ. I, 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 I wish him the best where he's at. And, you know, I hope he gets what he's looking for. But a lot of people are saying that he joined the Cardinals because of the money. And it's like, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. A lot of people do that. They join teams just because of the money. They don't really necessarily join because they feel like they have a chance to, um, you know, shake up the team and, and make the playoffs or go to the Super Bowl or whatnot. They just they're in it for the money. You know, it's like that in sports all the time. It's like that now. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I wish JJ the best. Um, still, fuck Deshaun Watson. Uh, dude's a piece of shit. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, it's it, you know these good old boys are holding them down here, and you know they they don't want I'm like. <sighs> You got to get rid of that fucking mentality, bro. And look at it this way. The man signed a contract in September knowing how shitty the fucking team was. You know, Bill O'Brien was was, was was being shitty. He was a shitty coach. He was a shitty GM. The team was already like a sinking ship. Yet you still signed the contract, bro, for an extension because of the money. You're in it for the money. And now that everything is like how it is, you know, oh, I, I want to leave. I don't want to suit up. I never want to play for the Texans again. I'm like, you're a little bitch, you know. And a lot of Texans fans are probably like, no, they're just, they're being racist towards them. There's some racial mentality. No, 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 no. That is what the media is portraying to you, you know. But, like, all these other guys, like like the, um, Andre Johnson, Dwayne Brown, Arian Foster, you know, they're all like, you know, man, we're going we're gonna to support Deshaun, but why didn't y'all tell him, hey, man, don't sign that contract, you know? Um, you can do better. Just play your little two years here and then dip out and go find somewhere else. You know, you do what you could. But, no, he was greedy for the money. And, you know, I think it's very biased of you know, Andre Johnson to be supportive of him like that, but not be supportive and tell him and tell him, Hey man, I don't think you're, what you're doing is right. Don't sign the contract, you know, but he wants to tell him, no, man, you, you know, you, the Texans are wrong. No, no, no. Where were you when he signed this contract? You were nowhere to be found, but now you want to speak up. And no, you know, he and him too. He fucking left. He ended up going to the fucking Tennessee, you know? And it's like, you know, you, you were a big dude here, you're a big time dude, and then you left. And it's like, I get that you, you wanted to get a ring and out there, but you never did. And I feel bad for the guy because the guy deserved a ring too. But like now they're like, no, when Dre speaks, you need to listen. What does Dre have to do? Dre never brought a championship here. You know, yeah, he's a great player, one of the greatest players, you know, on the team. But what does he have to say that's so important? You know, same thing with the other guys, you know, Dwayne Brown fucking left. He he was a bitch too. Fuck him. He ended up getting traded to Seattle 
Arian Foster. That dude broke down, man. Where did he end up going to another team? I forget where he ended up. I think he ended up going to Miami. We ended up training him to Miami. And, um, yeah, I mean, he, he was just tore up from the floor up. The dude had injuries and shit like that. He was dealing with a lot of ment- mental health issues, too. And, you know, these guys want to be supportive when shit like that happens. But when pretty much he's the one that signed the contract, they don't want to admit that. No, man, they're just being written out. But he signed the contract, you know. And I have a lot of co- uh, co- uh, my co-players, but I have a lot of uh, friends on Facebook. They're like, they're they're eating that up the whole you know, there is racism, and I'm like, no, it's not, it's not, you have to get rid of that racial mentality, and can't think that everything is racist, because once you start thinking everything is racist, you start wanting to be the victim for a lot of things, you know, if we were like that, if I was like that, I'd be like, no, man, y'all being racist towards Hispanics, which they are, I see that, but it's like, I don't go and cry wolf, I'm just like, you know what, whatever, and let them be like that, you know, but, um, yeah, like I said, I wish JJ the best, I hope he finds what he's looking for, and gets what he's looking for, another thing too, uh, James Harden came back to Houston for the first time after being traded, and what really pissed a lot of people off was that Tillman Fertitta retired and number 13, which was his number here in Houston, out of respect for him. And I'm like, come on, man. Seriously, dude. Like, what the fuck? Hey, yo, what the fuck? You're going to retire this man's number while he's still in the league, while he's still playing, you're going to retire him, his number. Really? Up there with, with some of the greats. You know, and it's like, you're fucking retarded, dude. You're a fucking moron, you know. You're, you're a fucking idiot. I don't know what the fuck Tillman Fertitta's smoking, but, you know, some of that shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. And, like, you know, the Rockets are losing and shit like that. I mean, I get it. We're in a rebuild. You know, it's understandable. We got rid of a guy that was fucking toxic. And, you know, it's rebuilding time. I'm not mad. I don't think a lot of people are upset about it, you know. But, hey, we'll see what the future holds with the team, and I hope it gets better. But the whole thing with Tillman Fertitta retiring is number stupid. And I ended up getting into, not a confrontation, but I ended up getting into a discussion with a, a guy on Facebook. Who I was like, that's fucking stupid. You know, why would they retire his number? He was like, no, I, I agree with them. They should retire. I'm like, for what? What did he do? He's one of the greatest Rockets of all time. One of the best ball hogs of all time. Yeah, he scored all these numb points and stuff like that, but he never brought a championship here. You know, he started going like, well, you know, if Chris Paul wasn't hurt, you know, they would have made it to the finals. I agree. I saw that. We would have won. If we would have won game seven against Golden State, we would have made it to the finals. But we didn't because, you know what? We threw up 27 fucking threes. James Harden choked. P.J. Tucker choked. All our players, our good players, choked. We're just, we're, we're known that for that here. We're choke city, you know. Um, but James Harden always choked, you know. He never won when he was in Oklahoma. 
you know, he was in the finals then. We fucking lost. And they had KD and they had Westbrook. It's still fucking lost, you know. And he was here for like eight years. We made it to the playoffs, but he always fucking choked. And it's like, no, he does not deserve to get his number retired, especially now that he's still fucking playing. He's still got like a good, what, maybe six, seven years, maybe later, you know, to like 20, 30, maybe. Um, but no, I don't agree with this. The guy was like, you, you never had anybody to back him. And I'm like, dude, he had fucking Dwight Howard. He had fucking Westbrook. He had Chris Paul. He had PJ Tucker. He had, you know, fucking, uh, Patrick Beverly. He had all these players back him up who were good players. Still couldn't do anything, you know? And, um, I don't think that they should have retired his number. I think it's fucking stupid. And I told the guy, I was like, hey, man, look, I, I disagree with you, but uh, that's just my opinion. He started going on, no, nah, man, you need to understand. And I'm like, dude, you're so fucking, you have James Harden dick up your ass. That's what you have. And I don't. I, I bought a jersey for James Harden. It didn't end up fitting. But I left it there, and I was like, yeah, you know, he'll be, he'll be here for a while, but. Uh, I'm glad I didn't buy another James Harden jersey because I wanted to get the one of the pinstripe from like the late 90s. Um, was it like 96, 97 when we started wearing like the blue jerseys? Um, I wanted to get one of his number, but I was like, nah, I'll wait, you know, I'd rather get Hakeem's number. But um, yeah, I think it's fucking stupid that they retired his fucking number. And I was like, can we as fans do something about this? Because this is fucking stupid, bro. You just traded him, and now you want to retire his number. It's like you would do that. It's like Cleveland doing that for, like, LeBron in Miami, doing that for LeBron. It's like you're going to retire his number. Why? LeBron brought, brought two championships to those teams. You're not two, I mean, but he brought a championship to Cleveland, and he brought a championship to Miami. You know, even then, it's like, nah, we're not going to retire his number. I feel like the only... Time, the only place that would retire his number is either LA or Cleveland. And like I said, I hate James LeBron James, but I'm just using him as an opinion. Um, same thing. It's like it's like the Wizards retiring Michael Jordan's number. Why would you retire his number? It's more like Chicago should retire his number. But yeah, I think I think it's ridiculously stupid that they retired his fucking number. Pointless, fucking pointless. Uh, what else do I gotta talk about? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it for, for that. Um, right now, I'm just going to like start talking about like a podcast for next week, next month, and stuff like that. So next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about um, male body positivity. And I'm going to be having a guest on my show. Not a special guest, just a guest. Um, and we're going to be talking about male body positivity. He's another big guy as well. Um, he's a, he's a local cosplayer here. I mean, cosplayer. And, um, you know, he, he did a photo shoot and he wore the shirt, like male body, male body positivity, um, and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I've been talking about that for a while. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about him, but we're also going to discuss, um, how, society and then culture is kind of looking down on like bigger men and stuff like that 
and like the double standards of stuff of, of, of you know like the clothing companies and stuff like that so we're, it's going to be very interesting uh i think we might be doing it through zoom i'm gonna have to talk to them more about it but if we do the zoom it'll be, it'd be awesome because you know a lot of people are you know if they come here it's cool if you don't wear a mask i'm fine with it you know but you know um he might be one of the ones where he's like he wants to wear a mask because he's comfortable so it's like eh, let's just do zoom you feel comfortable at home and i'm here and it's like i don't have to have anybody over but yeah we're gonna be doing that next week i'm very excited about that talk about uh, male body positivity because as, as you can see i'm a bigger guy too and it is it's something needs to be brought up you know not a lot of guys talk about it so we're gonna be doing that um after that we'll be doing i'll be in new orleans so we'll be doing my to-go episode from new orleans it's gonna be very fun you know we're gonna be talking about what we did um where we went and stuff like that I might even do like a little vlog video. I'm not sure. You know, maybe I can ask um, my girlfriend to help me out with that. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just going to be talking about what we did in New Orleans and stuff like that. We're going to be leaving Sunday morning, very early in the morning. And then we'll be coming back, I think, on the 19th, which I think is either a Thursday or a Friday. I think it's a Thursday. Uh it's a Friday, so we'll be coming up like Friday afternoon. So we'll be here, um, you know, before it gets dark. Because I highly suggest if you leave to go to New Orleans, I suggest you leave early in the morning, like four or five in the morning. And then when you're coming back to Houston, I highly suggest you leave either in the afternoon when it's daytime or leave in the morning because you do not want to be driving on on that highway at night especially that that long strip of like freeway that's over like the water when we went to voodoo fest we had to leave like immediately after voodoo fest because the people that went with us i'm talking about you guys um had to go to work you know uh, and one of them was a caretaker, which is like, okay, I get it. But like, yo, y'all not driving, you know, I was the one driving everywhere because I, I like driving, but it's like, we're leaving because of you guys. We could have stayed one more night. So we drove and literally it's pitch black out there. There's no lights. There's no nothing. The only lights you could see is the headlights from the cars. And it's very scary because you could do, you could hit the brakes, hit something and fall over the water and no one knows that you fell over. It's very scary. So like I highly suggest that if you're going to New Orleans, leave early in the morning from here. And when you're coming back from New Orleans, leave early in the morning or leave like sometime in the afternoon during the daytime because you are going to need that light. Um, and fill up your gas too because there's times where it's a stretch of highway where it's just nothing but water and you won't hit a gas station for like another some odd miles so um but yeah we're excited for new orleans um it's been a while we didn't get to go to new orleans last year i think we went in 2019 or 2018 i don't remember um but we're excited for that and then after that uh episode i'm going to be doing an episode with pastor uh bruce mejia which we talked about in last week's episode from el monte california um i need to get with him 
and see if we're still good for that episode. Um, and then, of course, next week, like I was saying, well, not next week, as I was saying, but um, on the 24th, we're going to be doing, 24th and 31st, we'll be doing a, um, well, I'll be doing, I don't know why I say we. I guess it meant we as like the podcast. So, I mean, there's only me, one person, but I'll be doing a uh, an Easter giveaway. So, um, I'll be uh, up for that and check that out. It's going to, I don't know how much I'm going to give. I don't know what I'm going to give. So, uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that too. I've been doing like a couple giveaways here and there. Um, and it's been pretty successful, you know, um, I did one for Halloween. I did one for Christmas. I did one for, um, Valentine's day, which was pretty cool. Um, but uh if you guys are gonna participate i need you guys to like answer the questions or whatnot um and then when you do win i need you to like let me know as soon as possible because i can't be waiting a whole week to give you or something like that um not throwing shade at the winners but you know one of them was going on a trip and one of them was kind of busy and i'm like uh i need to send these gift cards as soon as possible let me know your information and I didn't get the information to like two weeks later. And I'm like, I'm just going to send it to you cash app wise. So, um, but yeah, we're going to be, I'm going to be doing a, um, about not Valentine's, an Easter egg hunt, an Easter egg, an Easter giveaway. I'm sorry for the tongue tied. I'm thinking about, cause we'll be doing an Easter giveaway for then. And then my church, we're going to be doing an Easter egg, hunt, uh, a drive through. So, um, that's going to be fun. Uh, April, uh, what was it? You know, I'm going to try to see if I can do one more episode to squeeze it in this month. Um, uh, there's the Delos Reyes podcast that's out over there in New Jersey. I'm going to see if I can get with them and see if we can do like a baseball episode before the season starts. Um, I know a lot of people on my podcast listen to sports and a lot of them don't really know sports, but you know, for the ones that like sports, of course, they want to hear stuff like that. I know this is not a sports podcast, but I enjoy sports. I love baseball. Astros are my team. And it'd be nice to, like, talk to these guys because they interviewed me on their podcast. And I would like to have them on my podcast and just shoot the shit, get to talk to them, and then just talk baseball and, and stuff like that. Um, April. Um, what do we have for April? So April 2nd. I don't have the schedule yet, but of course, this is what, five episodes, I think? So the 2nd, the 9th, the 16th, the 23rd, and the 30th. I will be doing, um, I have a, I'm in the works of getting a special guest for a certain episode. Um, I'm very excited. They finally contacted me back. Um, We'll see where this goes. Like I said, I'm very excited. Hopefully that it, 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 it works out and I get to have them on this podcast. Um, another one is the ninth. I'll be doing a, another topic based episode. Sorry. I hate that. I hate making noises in his mouth. Um, I know that's annoying me. Anyway, you know, um, sorry for that. I'm sorry if I've been doing that the whole podcast. Like I said, I'm going through my allergies and stuff like that. So my nose is runny. I've been taking medicine, but it just, it hasn't been working and I don't want to put Vicks on my nose cause I hate that. Um, 
the 23rd, I'll be doing the episode with Mega Man, uh, Steven, aka Steven, the Mega Man podcast. I'm excited for that. Um, you know, we're going to be building some hype up for that as well. And then the 30th, I don't know. I'm going to see if I can get another special guest. Um, I'm going to find somebody to do that with. Uh, but you know what? No, because that's my to-go episode. I don't know what I'm going to do for that one. Well, we'll see. Um, and then we have May. I haven't even thought about May. But I do know that I will be doing um, two episodes. Well, not two episodes, but I'll be doing like one big episode um, and some video of me at Comic Palooza here in Houston. So I'm going to do my podcast. I'm going to see maybe I can interview some people and stuff like that. Um and then, you know, do a video of me, you know, because it's going to be like the first time we're having like something big here convention wise, um, you know, and now that we don't have the mask mandate, uh, it's going to be really interesting how this goes, you know, so, um, yeah, we'll be doing something big in, in May, uh, so I haven't thought about anything else in May, but uh, I will, I'm thinking of doing another like a topic based episode which those are my things i'm thinking of doing like a um if i could go back to high school kind of thing um because i know a lot of people have it's kind of like the thing we talk about you know this year marks 10 years since i've been out of high school since i graduated and um i think it would be kind of fitting to like talk about oh if i was back in high school and stuff like that Cause that's the thing we, we, everybody says, well, I wish I could go back to high school and change this and that. I don't know what it is about high school, but like high school is like the, it's like that certain point of, of your life where like you're in the middle between how things are, might affect your life and like, it's weird. So I, I'm thinking about doing that in May. Um, I'm thinking about taking a trip to California in May. I don't know if that's possible, but uh, the West Coast is calling my name again. And like I said, I now I have people I can go hang out with in California. Um, you know, like, like uh, you know, some podcasters and get to know the area and try out some great food and just try out some cool beers and just to soak in that whole, you know, West Coast energy and, and vibe and shit like that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I want to do something, you know, for the summer. My plan was to go to LA this summer, so I've been saving up some money. Um, you know, I'm thinking about moving out, but like, I don't know, man, I might try to save some extra money to might go to California. I know their whole travel thing is, is different, but hopefully that dies out and cuts out by the time I decide I want to go. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking about going to California in the summer. So if any of you guys out there um, that are listening here in California, in California, you know, in the LA area or in the San Diego area or, you know, in the San Francisco area, um, you know, hit me up and like, Hey man, you know, if you ever want to come and visit, let me know if you, if, you know, if you're a podcaster or you're a fan of the show, let me know if you have any suggestions of where I should go, let me know. Uh, like I said, I'm thinking about going to LA and then San Diego is like two hours ahead of, um, two hours uh, away from there, which is normal because it's like a drive to like fucking Austin, which we're all normal with here in Texas. So, um, 
you know, am I thinking about going to San Diego and go visiting the Emo Brown podcast? I don't know. We'll see. Let's see. We'll see. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, if you are following the podcast on Instagram, if you're not, go ahead and follow. Um, like I said, go to my link tree. My link tree has all my uh, links to my YouTube channel. If you go to the YouTube channel, please subscribe, like, comment, and share the videos. Uh, what I'm doing now is I'm cutting episodes up into like five, ten minute videos um, and just posting about on there because I feel like if you watch the whole video, people are going to get bored. But if you show them a couple minutes of it, they might get interested in what else is the whole thing. You know, that's what Joe Rogan does. That's what a lot of other people do for their podcasts or their vlogs or whatnot. So I'm taking that formula as well and, and applying it to my podcast. Um, but like I said, go ahead and follow. Uh, I mean, subscribe, like, share, comment the, the, the YouTube channel. Like I said, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go ahead and, and follow me on Instagram. Uh, if you want to know all the alerts, go ahead and put click that little bell or something like that and you can get all my alerts of like my posts if I post something or if I'm going live and stuff like that um you can follow me on the Facebook page I'm not really on the Facebook page that much but um you know if you want to follow there too I, I you know if you want to DM me or something like that you can on the page um I do have a Twitter you can go follow me on Twitter I'm not really present on Twitter I just retweet my stuff that I on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, where else? Um, YouTube, you know, um, if Spotify, if you're listening to me on Spotify, go ahead and follow me so you can get the alerts of when new episodes come up. Um, if you're listening to me on Apple podcasts, please leave me a review on Apple podcasts. I really would appreciate it. Um, you know, that lets me know if I'm doing a good job or if somebody doesn't like it, they'll let me know I'm doing a bad job. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you're on Google Podcasts, I think you can leave like a rating or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, you know, I'm on a high radio. I'm on Stitcher, all that stuff. Um, I am going to be doing stickers again. Like I was saying in my live video, I've been I meant to have them in January ready. But saving this money up for the trip and then other things that uh, pop up, uh, you know, stickers are expensive. I usually order like 100 of the circle ones of the logo. Those are like 66 bucks. And then, you know, I want to do the Northside Star again and the NASA ones. You know, those are like 60 bucks or something like that. And it adds up. It's pretty expensive. You know, if you want to donate to the podcast, uh, for stuff like that, you I have a Venmo, I have a PayPal, um, you know, I have a cash app. If you want to donate $5, you know, to stuff like that, you can, you know, all that money personally is not going to like me in my pocket to buy vinyl or stuff like that. No, that it, you know, if I need a cable, cause you know, all the stuff that, um, that you see here like this, the mic stand, the microphone, the cable, you know, the, the, um, the roadcaster, you know, the video, I buy all this stuff with my personal money. And, you know, if you like my content and you enjoy hearing my stuff and you, you know, you like what I do, if you want to donate, you can, I'm not begging you, 
but if you want to donate, you can. You know, all that money will go to stickers, buying stickers. It will go to uh, the t-shirts. I'm going to be making the t-shirts soon. Um, I haven't really got a good reception on, on like what colors and what sizes people wanted. So what I'm just going to do, I'm just going to order different sizes and colors and be like, hey, look, if you want them, you want them. You know, um, but yeah, you know, those are expensive too. T-shirt, t-shirts are expensive. Stickers are expensive. Uh, cables are expensive. This microphone's expensive. And like I said, I buy all this with my personal money. You know, um, I hope to find like a sponsor or something like that. Um, I know that the high, high maintenance smoke shop, who's going to be on the podcast for the uh, small businesses. I've talked with them about doing an ad and them like paying me if they see, you know, like stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I would, I would like to start getting paid, you know, having ads and stuff like that, having, uh, people who sponsor me and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, you know, um, it's all cost money and, you know, sometimes I'll have to save up for certain things and stuff like that, you know, tires and, uh, payments. I got, you know, I wanted to get a new phone, but I was like, Oh, I know I'm I'm so glad I finally paid this roadcaster off. So it's like the only thing now I have to pay off is like my TV that I bought last year. And then after that, I'm, I'm, I'm Gucci, but, um, you know, I, I do want, I do need a new phone because this one's been fucking up a lot. Um, you know, and, and stuff like that. I buy vinyl, I buy movies, I buy, you know, I haven't bought a lot of video games lately, but I do want to buy a PS5, um, cause it sucks that my friend Chris, uh, which we'll talk about him in a minute. Um, you know, he has a PS5 and he's out there playing Madden and we were playing Madden on PS4 and he kind of just like left me in the dust and I'm like, well, well you know, where? Um, but yeah, Chris, uh, me and Chris are going to be doing a, another podcast called the Bullshitting with the Boys podcast. And um, I'm pretty excited for that. That's going to happen in the summer. So it's going to be sometime in between May in June, and then, you know, we'll see how that works out, we'll see if it's a, it's a one-time thing, or if it's going to continue, I don't know, but we're, we're, we're down to do a podcast, we have, a, a, like, our first guest, I think, we, we want to have on the show, and, um, yeah, I mean, it's only going to be, like, two episodes a month, you know, because, like I said, I do this on Fridays, so I don't, I, I don't want to pile everything else on top of me, and stuff like that, so, um, but yeah, we'll be doing bullshitting with the boys. You can follow that um, bullshitting with the boys podcast. You can find that on Instagram as well. I just have one post. I haven't really posted anything, but um, yeah, that's that's going to be a thing in the summer. We're going to be doing that because you know I usually take a break during the summer, so hopefully, um, I could be doing more podcasts for for the next season and add more episodes, um, and then, of course, I'll be doing the whole thing with, uh, bushing with the boys during the summer, but yeah, I'm very excited for what this road is leading me to, you know, like I said, uh, I'm making some friends out there in the West Coast, um, you know, with Jose and Emo Brown and, and Steven with the Mega Man podcast, um, you know, like I said in my live video, it's funny how you, one person can make a difference in your life, you know, and, and Jose has made a difference in my podcast. You know, I, I got a lot of people liking me, you know, I'm hooking up with a lot of people from the West coast. Um, same thing with Grizzy Grizzy, um, with hood news. She opened up a big door here for me. I had a lot of people follow me, 
you know, even though I think I don't think a lot of the followers, older people didn't know what a podcast was, but the ones that did listen to the episode that I did. And hopefully they're continuing to still listen. You know, if you guys are still listening after the Grizzly episode, thanks for sticking around. Um, you know, and she opened a big door. Um, some of the other people that I've had didn't really open a big door, but they cracked it open and had people on the show. And, you know, um, you know, when, when I have people on the show, I expect support, you know. Um, and like people to share the, the post, to share the podcast as, as long as, you know, it, it's still up like, um, like our guest Yesenia, she, uh, will continue to, uh, promote her episode, um, you know, and I thank her for that. You know, I don't have to tell her she just promotes it. She's a very supportive of the podcast as well. You know, she's a friend and, um, you know, I, like I said, I don't have to tell her. She does it on her own. Same thing with uh, with uh, Charlie G of Cold Creek Production. You know, he'll post the, his episode, you know, even though I don't have to tell him he does it because he's supportive of the podcast. And I'm very supportive of his company. And, you know, they're very good friends. And I, I appreciate them for doing that. You know, you guys, it means a lot that you, you just share it without me having to tell you. You do it on your own because you, you want to be supportive and you, you want to be... Um, you know, like I said, supportive of your friend and supportive of the podcast. I, I thank you guys for that. Um, what else? You know, like I said, there's some people who I have on the show and they want to be on the show, but they don't want to promote their, their episode, you know, and there's some people who I've been on their show and I'll talk about their podcast, but they won't promote mine. And it, it's kind of shitty, you know, because it's like, hey, man, look, I, I'm, I'm being supportive of you. I'm sharing your stuff. I don't have to share your stuff. But I choose to because you're a friend and I support you. And I want you to, sh- you know, I, I, when you show love, you know, when you when you show love, you, you want love back and support and stuff like that. You know, so like I said, like, I don't have to I don't have to share a podcast. I don't have to talk about your podcast, you know. I don't have to do anything, but I, I do because I care and because I'm supportive and it bothers me when they don't do the same, you know, they just like, oh, you know, like, Hey, he was on the show. He was in, was he on the episode? Oh yeah, he was. But why didn't you, why didn't you like tag him or anything? Oh, because I, you know, they give some big excuse and it's like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be that person, but it's like, if I'm being supportive of you, but you're not being supportive of me. I'm going to have to cut you, cut you out, you know, and it sucks because I don't want to do that, but I have to, you know, and like I said, I, I'm supportive of you, whatever you do, you know, if you have a podcast, you know, I'm going to support you, but if you don't give me that same support, I'm going to be, um, I'm just going to be like, you know what? I don't think I want them on my page anymore and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I show love and support of all podcasts and people. I I, want to be that person who supportive, but if I don't get that support back, it's kind of like, Ooh, that doesn't, I don't, it doesn't sit well with me. Uh, what else can we talk about before we go? Well, uh, I don't really want to put my personal business out there, but 
I have a podcast, so it is my personal business. A friend of mine um, got engaged. And I know a lot of people are probably going to be like, well, why does it bother you? But it bothers me because I've known this guy for about 10 years. Um, he's been my best friend. You know, we've hung out. We've, we, we've gone through a lot of things together. And, you know, he has his own business. And um, I get he's busy. I get he's doing this. I get he's doing that. I get that. That's life. But um, I go out and try to hang out with him. Hey, I call you or hang on. Hey, hey, let's hang out. Hey, let's do this. And I always get left in the dust. So um, after a while, I just stopped contacting him. And I told him, I was like, hey, look, man, I stopped contacting you because you don't ever reply back. You don't ever call me back, you know? And it's like, I'm making an effort to be the friend in this friendship, you know? And you're not really doing that at all. You just kind of want to like make up real quick. Like, oh, you you know, well, let's hang out right now. And I'm like, dude, I can't hang out right now. I'm doing something. And, you know, like I said, it bothered me that he didn't even bother to tell me that he was going to propose. You know, he had said something he wanted to, but I kind of told him, I don't think it's a good idea because you don't really know this person that well. And it's only been a year. And with me, like I said, I'm that same way. It's like if I fight somebody, I'm like head over heels and I want to marry them. Um, But growing up and being in a a long-term relationship, I've learned to understand that it's like, you have to know this person. You can't just like have your dick thing for you and stuff like that. You kind of, you have to know this person. You got to know the ins and outs. You got to know what they like. You got to know what they dislike. You got to know what annoys them. You got to know when they make like that face where you don't want to be around them because they're mad. You know, you got to know this person and vice versa. And I feel like he doesn't know that. He just wants to get married because, of, because of, you know, he wants to. And, I, I, you know, I'm that friend where I'm like, I'm telling him, hey, man, I don't think it's a good idea. But, of course, I feel like he probably thought that I wasn't being very supportive of him. And it's the opposite. It's like, hey, man, I'm just looking out for you because I've known people that have done that, who jumped the gun, and it never works out for them. You know, it's very rare that it does. But... Um, you know, he, he, he didn't bother telling me. And I have another friend who, who, who was the same way where, you know, I was cool with them and they never, they never invited me to their wedding. And I was like, I've been friends with you for like a long time, dude. And you never like invited me to your wedding. You know, you told me about your wedding, but it's kind of like, I didn't get invited. And you know, I'm not that like, um, not salty, but I'm not like that person where it's like, I held a grudge because you didn't. But it just bothers me because it's like, I'm friends with you guys. You know, I would think I'm friends with you on Facebook. You know, we interact, we talk. Why would you not invite me to your wedding? You know, I wouldn't invite you to mine if I had one. You know, and with my friend, it's kind of like, if I was getting engaged, I would want him there. And, you know, because he's my best friend. And, you know, I want him to be my best man. But I feel like... um he probably won't even call me or tell me, you know, that he got engaged or um, about the wedding or whatnot. I feel like he's just going to, like, not tell me. 
And then when I find out, he's going to be like, oh, well, it was just, you know, he'll just give me some of his excuses. But you know what I realized? I realized that um, sometimes friendships don't last forever. You know, you you find somebody and you get really close to them and you connect with them and you vibe with them. But I guess over time, sometimes life gets in the way and you end up, you know, um, drifting apart. And I've done that with a lot of people. A lot of people I've drifted apart from. And sometimes it hurts me because it's like, I want to keep these friends because, you know, they've been there for me. But um, I guess that's just the way God's telling us. Like, you know, they're there for a certain reason and it's time for them. You know, their time is up. You know, they were there for, for a certain thing. You don't need them anymore. You know, they helped you learn the lesson that you needed to learn. And, um, you know, I don't know if that's the same with him. But like I said, the dude was my best friend and and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I'm upset, but I understand. And, um, yeah, I mean, what, do you, what am I going to do? What are you going to do? You know, you can't do anything about it. I could tell him and try to make him feel bad, but it's it, it's not the right thing to do to do this. I'm like, some, it's not right thing to do to somebody like that. So, but yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's the stuff I've been going through. You know, um, I've been going through some stuff. You know, at home as well. Just just you know, trying to find a way to to do this podcast. You know, at a certain time because. I work on Saturdays, you know, sometimes, and it's a struggle to do my podcast and then put up the stuff and then bring on my computer and then edit it, you know, and upload it. And then I got to do the video editing and stuff like that. It's really annoying and it takes a lot of time. So that's why I try to do it at a certain time, but just things don't happen. And then I get annoyed and I get really upset and I don't know. It just... It's like things are going well, but then like there's that one thing where it's like, you know, it's it it it's like that little wobbly um, leg on a, on a table. Everything else is sturdy, and then that one's just wobbling. But I don't know. Maybe it'll it'll something will happen, and you know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think this is the podcast. I really appreciate you guys listening to the to the episode. Um, you know, like I said, I appreciate you guys being supportive and sending me messages that you listen to the episodes and you share it and stuff like that. Um, like I said, be on the lookout for stuff coming out this month, coming out next month. Um, more updates on, like I said, the, the Easter giveaway updates on bullshitting with the boys and, and stuff like that, you know. Uh, like I said, I'm excited to see where this road is taking me and the friends that I'll meet and, you know, see who's, who's going to be there for the, for the ride. So, uh, I really appreciate you guys. Like I said, listening to the episode, um, like I said, follow me on YouTube, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple podcasts, leave me a review, Google podcasts, iHeartRadio. um, you know, like I said, I'll be mentioning more merch later and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, this has been Inside the North Side. I appreciate you guys 
watching the show again, listening to the podcast. Um, we'll see you next week with our guest. And like I always close out, God bless, uh, peace, and I'll see you all later. 